Maybe we should actually look into it. You just heard his voice. He's back. Whoa. Look who finally showed back up. Oh. Shoot. Just so everybody knows, the last two weeks ago, no, three weeks ago, me and Lance did it alone. The next week, he didn't show up again. We were too scared to get on the camera by ourselves again. But he did show up this week. I've been And lacking. he brought a fourth, a fourth seat. Now we flipped the camera to her. Yeah, he brought a fourth seat. There me. you go. Hey, we felt we finally got somebody. We did have a female on the podcast. She so far is the highest paid person to ever come on here, but uh, well, uh, we got her, I guess. <laughs> that that kind of ruins the ratios that they talk about women being paid less and stuff because she's the only female that's been on here and well, she's paid more than everyone else. I mean, on I'm on paid. On the, <laughs> <laughs> shit, you didn't tell her. Okay, sweet. No, you're not. Sorry, sweetheart. You're already here. <laughs> Wait, so am I am I the first woman on the podcast? Yes. I feel honored. Mm-hmm. You should. I be. thought you would feel slighted. <laughs> oh, you gotta turn that down, Lance Pants Pudding Bear. Uh that first line. So the first button is there you go, you see it. Tech support. Down, 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 I down. Don't feel anything. Over farther Over and further down. And down. There you go. You feeling buttons? No. That first line of buttons. That first line of buttons. There's no button. Is it on the bottom? We, I wish we had a camera on this. This would yeah, make it more like interesting. Yeah, we need to just have a camera over here. Why didn't you just do that? It would have been so it much was, simpler. It was yeah. his TV. <laughs> I never used it. It was his TV. All right, Johnny, why have you uh, not shown up these past um, So I've been swapped to a night shift, which has is no excuse at all because I've you literally just... You worked night shift before, brother. Yeah, I've literally just was asleep the first time. Uh, I woke up at like 9 p.m. And uh, what? So what is your shift? Six to six, six p.m. to six a.m. Okay, so you should not be sleeping at the time when you were sleeping. Uh, no, but I was also trying to like transition to night shift, but That's I was doing not it wrong. Sleeping during night shift, not a, not I was a good doing transition. it wrong. <laughs> I was doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next time, uh, I literally just forgot it was Tuesday. Because uh, I didn't know what day it was. Cause wow, that big of a that that's a hard transition. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. Isn't Tuesday your day off? Uh, yeah, yeah. It is a day off. How do you but forget it's what day it is? He was he off? was that jacked up on that uh, pee bottle he's got there. It's <laughs> not urine. All right. That it's is off camera. Pee it's right off there. camera. All right. I was gonna say, is it? Yeah. Shoot. Well, I could pull it in the camera. All right. Let's see my. Well, anyway, we actually have. We have fourth chairs full tonight, and we got somebody calling in. I'm pretty excited because we're actually going to learn about baseball. I don't know how call-ins work. Well, we got an expert wow. calling in. All yeah, right. I'm pretty pumped about it. Let's go. Because, I mean, we pretend to be experts in everything else. I, but uh, baseball is one that I've we've never just pretended never to be touched. an expert on oh, baseball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have. Ask Rosen, man. He told us. He told us. Uh, what well, That's going to be in, like, 15, 10 minutes? 12. So it doesn't. I told him it might be a little before, so we can call him earlier if if we need to. Let's let's touch on the MLB for just a second. You know, get us all fired up into the baseball. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we're totally all about MLB. I love it. It started, and uh, do you want to know which teams having an easy schedule though? 
<laughs> I would, I would love. Is it to. the Reds? And I, no, no. I hope you're going to say the team that I'm thinking you're going to say. Can we say the Rays are just having an easy schedule and they're ten and zero 10 because and 0? of that? Yeah. Did you look at the teams they played? No. All of them have the worst records in baseball. So now like, is it? Do is they it have the worst record because them? they played the Rays? I don't, or do they have it because they're actually that bad? That's, they played the Red Sox, I think. Right. Uh, so that they're playing them. <laughs> they're playing them. Right now, they've played one game against them. The other teams they've played are uh, crap, crap, A's. and mega crap. Yeah, they're all like two, mm. three win game. So, do they two, have the, three win the best record because uh, the first like fifty six games don't matter because it's baseball? Or? I think I've, I actually think you're. <laughs> I actually think you might be wrong there. I'm pretty sure. Last time I checked, it was the first hundred games don't matter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah at you, least I stand corrected. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Just win a few of them, you'll be fine. I'm pretty sure there's 172. I feel like a minor league team could do okay if they. I mean, there's yeah, because there's going to be games where the teams that are really good are going to be like, man, let's just spit sunflower seeds and have a nice night off, and you mm-hmm. can get those wins. I mean, the Orioles are basically a uh, minor league team, and they still finished above the Red Sox in the standings last year. <laughs> I mean, that's probably not like I didn't think it was funny, but sure, you can laugh. I left you a little. Can laugh. Go that's ahead. Kind of, kind of funny. I'd say while since I mean we really need to save baseball till he's here. I'm all over the place. Hey, uh, St. Louis beat Vegas, buddy. That was a good. Did you watch that game? And that they was a good game. beat them twice. Now this game, it was a lot closer. Yeah, twenty-one seventeen. <clears throat> they had, they both had. So I don't know what's going on with Vegas. Uh, they started with uh, what Hunley as a quarterback, and then he pulled a hamstring, and you got Perez. That oh, he goes pulled out a hammy. There. I didn't catch that. Some hamstring injury. Then you got Perez out there for a couple weeks. I don't know what Hunley's situation is at this point. I don't know what Perez's situation is at this point. But they had some uh, new guy named like McKinley or something like that. That's why he was in. I, I don't know. I, I I saw him in in. I thought. I remembered you saying Hunley was the top player, paid player in the league. Yeah. I thought maybe they signed him to go to the NFL, back to the NFL. I, no, well, they no, wouldn't per- do that because uh, he could still finish out XFL and then go to NFL. That and he's been doing terrible. Fine. Like, why would yeah. you sign him? Uh, I don't know. I just saying. I saw that he wasn't starting, and I didn't even think injury. I thought right away, okay, dang, he must have gotten booted up. Why no. was AJ McCarron not playing? McCarron's uh, hurt his shoulder. Oh, nothing serious. He's out for this yeah. week, maybe next week. I so. thought he got called up too. I was they, like, look at this. They <laughs> they wouldn't pay a player to be called up because like this the season ends before yeah training camp begins. Yeah, but like if you liked a player enough, you'd be like, bro, get out of there, don't get hurt. Maybe. No, possibly, but I think that's kind of a stretch. You'd probably let them finish their contract for that and then just pick them after that. Because, like, if they get hurt, then I mean, you're not looking at top of the line players because you're not looking at like you know, superstars that you're worried about. Like, if they can't not get hurt, dude, AJ McCarron might be the next Tom Brady. I I mean, mean, we're putting that crown on everybody, might as well put it on him if you can't. Not get hurt in an XFL game where people aren't really trying, bro. Yes, they are. Those people are trying harder. They're trying harder. Than, yeah, than yeah. Because this is their livelihood. They need yeah, to but, eat. Yeah, but they're not trying to injure people to like to do like because what you get a lot of times <laughs> in 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 NFL like you you'll get players you try to like might try and hurt somebody just to try and 
I don't know if the NFL hurt does that, that team. anymore. Just because I think there's... If you've not seen a Pittsburgh Steelers game in a long time, have Well, you? it's still scripted. <laughs> I mean, we can we can pass this 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 over to him now. The NFL is so scripted now. You don't need to try to hurt anybody. Oh, it, it sure is scripted, but you've not seen a Pittsburgh Steelers game in a long time, <laughs> Man, Jerome, Har- or, yeah, Jerome Harrison's not playing for him anymore. Oh, so, yeah, it's just going fine. back to the not trying. McCarron's back up this week. Put his head down, like 10 yards out from the end zone. Put his head down, ran straight, bounced off one player, went like sideways, bounced off another Dude, player, oh, went sideways yeah. again, and landed in the end zone. Yeah, that's helicopter. Awesome. Guy was trying. Yeah, well. And could have died. Well, that's the thing, though. If you if you get, like, uh, someone contacts you from the upper league, NFL, and they're like, we're going to pick you for the next, you know, you're going to be in the contract next year, you're going to, you're done trying in that lower league. You're just going to let you, you're just going to coast. I don't know. I think if, the NFL, then you're so like, like, if you were, if you were yeah, a big maybe, quarterback yeah. in, in the XFL and you were doing great and someone from uh, NFL is like, we're, we're picking for the next one. You're just going to coast. You don't want to lose your contract. You ain't going to hurt yourself, hurt. but you're going to do a little, it would depend on what point you're at. Cause if they've yeah, already, you ain't going to dive head first in the end zone and get helicoptered around. Did you already sign the contract? Cause if you haven't signed the contract then they can pull it, if you start coasting, yeah, then you'd have to still keep it. Well, up. See, the at thing least is keep up appearances. The thing is if, if you got pulled from that, they'd be like, don't hurt yourself in the league. If you get hurt, then your contract's gone. Oof. Well, then I'm coasting. Yeah, then you're going to coast. You're still going to play, but you're going to coast. Oh, look at that beautiful goal. Bradley Marshan. <laughs> you're just going to have to turn that off. You yeah. know? If, if We're going to talk. Oh, screen, trust dude. me. We are going to talk a lot about that. Oh, I guarantee it. Uh, what so, a year. So, what? Is, is he ready? I can call him. I was going to go on more about Vegas, but whatever. Go ahead. No. Talk right, so we Vegas. haven't talked enough about XFL. I just, ago, you just let me know when you're calling him. Two weeks ago, Vegas beat the Brahmins. So th- that's when they brought in this new quarterback, um, McClendon or something like that. I can't remember exactly. Um, then this week, they almost beat. They ended in a tie, and then they went to uh, that sudden throwout or whatever. Shootout. Shootout. It was a close game. I'm, I'm wondering if Vegas just needed a different quarterback because they're – they're looking good. I mean, receiver-wise, they've got Geronimo Allison, so that's not their problem. Their defense, I think, is one of the best defenses in the XFL yeah, as far as forcing turnovers. So what, I think quarterback's the only problem. And this this new guy they got there, he's I think he's looking it wasn't. It obviously wasn't good enough because they lost to, I mean, the Battle Hawks. Like, yeah, he oh. looked a little green. He looked a little green. but And they lost to the Battle Hawks without Mc, uh, McCarron, too. Yeah. There were so many picks in that game. But like, how good is McCarron? Oh, McCarron's the best quarterback in XFL. Uh, the the Battlehawks defense is pretty freaking good. McCarron is still pretty good, though. He's pretty... Oh, no, I'm not saying... I'm just saying, like, how much of the team is he? Because their defense is pretty stout. Mm, they looked pretty weak without him, I think. This week, I mean, the quarterback threw several picks. Like, it was... Vegas would drive down, throw a pick. St. Louis would drive down, throw a pick. It was just pick after pick, pretty much. Because uh, AJ McCarron threw quite a couple few picks against my boys, the Houston Roughnecks, who got back Roughnecks. on track this week. Oh, and what um, was the what it, was the score? Of that is game? there still that undefeated team? I I haven't checked the last DC. Week. No, DC lost. So last week, uh, DC went against the Orlando Guardians. Yeah, 
DC was six and zero. Orlando was zero and six. Oh no! Orlando beat him by like two points. It was oh, like 36-38. It was a great, That's great awesome. game. I was pretty bummed about it because it was between two teams that were were still undefeated last week. Well, last time I checked uh, the uh, scores. Yeah, was. it was Houston. I think yeah, Houston and DC played. Houston and DC and DC beat him. DC and then Houston has just been. Then they lost to the Battlehawks, and they lost to a couple other teams, and now they finally got back on track this week, beat the Brahmas, which sucks because Heinz Ward, he's the coach of the Brahmas. I mean, you got to like Heinz Ward. Uh, uh, I like the Brahmas. Yeah, you do. He just texted me and said, ready when you are. Yes. <laughs> call him. This is the first time we got to call him. So should I? He's muted now. Uh, yeah, he's he okay. should be muted. Should we like say something to him so he knows we can hear him or... Oh, we'll, we'll 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 do that once I get to the introduction. Okay. We'll tell him because we we can hear him when he, when he said we'll respond to him talking. So that should be hold good. on. Well, we won't be able to hear him. We should, right? Can you, can, I don't think so. can you? Okay, he's here. All right, boys. One second. We're gonna do an intro. We're doing a yeah. Call we in. got uh we got a professional on the call. Oh boy! Tonight we are honored to have someone. On who really needs no introduction. A man who is known as the foremost expert on all things baseball within the state of Missouri. A man who himself coaches at the highest level of Little League Baseball. Winning multiple championships during his time as head coach. A man who has won more awards than I could even mention in the little time that we have. The man is here. Mr. JoJo Sick. Yeah! Hey, Jojo, you there, buddy? And um, you guys just lost some credibility with the introduction. <laughs> I lost some credibility with that? All right. No, hey, it's all true, and you know it is, buddy. We're ready to learn. All right. Well, first of all, what's on tap tonight, guys? Not Lento. What are we drinking? Uh, what aren't we drinking? What aren't we drinking? I'm just drinking coffee. John brought some mixture that he brewed up, some tea beer, or not tea beer, wine beer or something. I don't know. I was too scared to try it. I'm drinking some Basil Hayden really? red wine cask finish. Just saw it in the store and decided Ooh. to buy it. I'm Great not drinking choice. anything, of course. All right. Well, guys, what do we want to talk about other than baseball? Uh, uh Baseball. <laughs> Teach us baseball. Yeah, right we answer. we know nothing about we'll anything. So let's start with the the new rules the MLB MLB is is uh, implementing this year to speed up the game. What what are your opinions on them and and how do you think they've been working so far? I think so far. I mean, if you're well, if you're a baseball purist, first off, you're going to be a little upset because it does change some dynamics, especially with the pitch timer. Um, I think you're going to have you know someone like you have a. A classic pitcher. We'll just take the, one of the greatest pitchers in my mind, Adam Wainwright, right? You know, go look with Charlie. He has very rhythm. It's all about the method, right? There's a process to every game. Before every game, he has a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He does the same thing every time. All right? The man is a legend all across the board. And any everyone knows this. Anyone in the game, we all know Uncle Charlie. I so, guess, if, especially if that. you're from St. Louis, maybe. <laughs> I would say, you know, yeah, probably. We're going to be a little biased here. But, you know, grew up in Atlanta. He's a great fan. You know, you know, he's a great fan. But he has his hometown, Atlanta Braves. Huge sweet tea, apple pie. Just a good country boy. Sweet tea, apple pie. I'm, I'm all down. I'm all down for this he guy. Sweet amazing. tea, apple pie. Let's go. Yeah. 
what's not to love? So, with the bigger bases, I don't know. Are you, are you guys? Do you guys watching any games right now? Well, what's on? Tap? I know they they've gone to bigger bases, and I know that yep. they have the 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 timer yep. involved. And I'm just uh, just curious how that affects the game in your mind. So specifically, the rules I was I was talking about is the pickoff limit. So there being three per pay, plate appearance, the pitch timer, and then restricting shifts. So the pickoff limit, I think, is a great way to see more small ball in a way that in conjunction with the shift limits, right? So a pitcher throws over, they can fade into throwing over, and then they've got to go, right? They're, they have to go home with it. So either they're going to steal or they're, you know, going to fluster the pitcher and disrupt that rhythm of the game, right? With that rhythm also comes the pitch timer. And people are starting to complain about it, right? Base is empty, runner's on. And you got the whole pitch comp, right? The pitch comp isn't new. It was last year, implemented last year. But we're starting to see pitchers take more advantage of it. Uh, Kershaw is a big example. Uh, what he's doing with that. Um, Adam, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina weren't fans of it last year, but Yadier's gone for now. Um, so with that, you know, I think it's just going to evolve over time. I mean, how do you guys feel about it? Well, what I'm, my question is, do you think that's going to make someone like me who's not really into baseball oh, actually watch baseball? a game? Oh, yes, you want action. That's what people say. There's not enough action in baseball. Can we all mm-hmm. agree with that? You know, oh, 100%. Yeah, football, right? I was going to say, yeah, when I heard, first heard that they were finally going to put a timer on it, I was uh, I was kind of happy. So Yeah, and that's fine. We all, want, we all want the long ball. We all want more action. In baseball, if you're not, you know, it's hard to get caught up on every pitch, right? Unless you're got a lot of time. Unless you're rooting for the pitcher like that's on the field. Like, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't think we'll know. We'll, it's going to be, I don't think we'll see 1-0 games, 2-0 games. We'll see the higher score in games like we've seen so far in the first two weeks of the season. You know? The one, is, the one thing good. that would worry me is if the pitcher doesn't have enough time in between pitches – is that that's going to up his chance of throwing out his arm, isn't it? If he's got to make a throw faster, and if he's out there still the same amount of time, but he doesn't have as much break in between, he's just boom, boom. I feel like that's gonna you're okay. gonna wear out faster. That is a point of concern, but keep in mind the pitch timer, the pitch clock, has been in the minor leagues now for a couple of years. These pitchers coming okay. up are used to that. Yeah. So all these rules. Were implemented two years ago in the minor leagues. Okay. So, yeah, your old timers, yeah, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be on a short leash for that reason. Injury, right? And they get flustered. You know, you're seeing a lot more balls to bad action this year so far, from what I can tell. Okay. The few games that I watch, I try to watch most of the baseball games, but unfortunately, with work schedule, I usually catch the West Coast after kids go to bed. Yeah. The West West Coast, I try to watch all hockey games that I can, but, man, uh, that West Coast is hard to get. Yeah, it is. It is. So part of the reason behind implementing these rules was to speed up games so they don't take so long. So they since 1909, they've tried speeding up baseball multiple times. In 1909, the average game length was an hour and 45 minutes. In 2021, the average game length was three hours. 
Ooh. Do you think these new rules are have they seemed <laughs> this year to be speeding up games at all, or are they not helping like the patch rules? I think they have helped them. Just, I would say on average, probably fifteen minutes. I would guess. I have minutes. no. I mean, so we're down to two hours and forty-five minutes. Now. Hey, progress, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we're sub. We're we're under three hours, but at the same time, you're also getting more action too. It's not just that we're cutting the game shorter, higher scoring games, more action, right? That's what we all want to see. Whether mm -hmm. it's because the band of the shift or whatnot, you're seeing more action across the board so far in the first two weeks of baseball. Unfortunately, the Cardinals' record does not reflect <laughs> they're having a rocky start. Hey, Red Sox <laughs> suck too, buddy. Welcome to the club. <laughs> but the, see, see, we're not used to that, though. We're not used to sucking, whereas a Red Sox fan, you know... <laughs> Hey, hey, I only have one thing to say to that, and it's eight and one. Eight and one, baby. What we were talking about. Uh, I'm talking about, talking about the last uh, two World Series where the Red Sox and Cardinals met. Uh, the record is oh. eight and one. Oh, we're talking, okay. See, when I, when I talk about a better franchise, I'm talking about the whole history of the Cardinals. <laughs> Oh, see, I only talk me. about from 2000 Four on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, if I go back enough, before then, I just start to cry. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you guys definitely got us in uh, 13, which comes to the most re recent memory, obviously. That was that was brutal. 13. That was brutal. Yeah. That was uh, is 10 years ago. But again, <laughs> again, like you said, I mean, if you go back before 2000, like what, you know. It's not much to talk about. The Cardinals are a perennial great team, and that's why it was surprising when I came up here today. I was looking up scores. I can't believe they're starting. They even when they're bad, they make the playoffs. Like they always find a way to get in. They find a way to win, and that's one thing. I was actually uh, I got on with ESPN in St. Louis today. Actually, we we're talking about um, what are the Cardinals going to do to turn this around? And no matter what, at the end of the year, at the end of the day, we know that the Cardinals will do the right thing at the trade deadline, whether it's acquire that, that arm, that pitcher with swing and miss stuff. We are going to do the right thing, and that's the beauty of the Cardinals, is they're going to put their best players, the best nine will be on the field day in, day out, to the very end of the season. Boy, I would love to trust the Red Sox front office that much. We just lost Bogarts this <laughs> offseason, and before that we lost Betts. They don't pay anybody. They don't care. It's the Red Sox seem to try, they seem to get rid of their players yeah. right when they're starting to get good. Right? <laughs> I know. I know. Best is a pleasure to watch. Watch though. And yeah. you know what? I, I I am a recreational bowler, and I believe Lance is still. If you know, he you know he's a bowler, a professional bowler. Are you? No, Betts is. Betts oh. is a professional bowler. No. Oh, I was gonna say. I thought yeah. you said Lance is a professional bowler. I mean, he just looks like he's got a bowling ball for a head. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lance isn't wearing a hat today. <laughs> oh, was that a ball no, no, joke? No. Yes. What, <laughs> took me a minute. What makes a professional athlete, Rob? Rob, let's let's just give a loose definition. What makes a professional athlete? As you've been paid for your sport, and I know Lance is one yeah. money makes a professional athlete. Hey, that's true. That, that is that true. Is that is true. the definition. I, I've also bowler. been paid money for playing a video game, so am I a professional gamer? Well, I guess. Apparently. Like, like I said, loose definition. Loose definition. <laughs> Very loose. <laughs> <laughs>
So there was there was one other kind of comical thing that I saw with these new rules. So the MLB is evaluating Bat Boys to make sure they get off the field quick enough. So the pitch because the pitch clock can't start until the Bat Boys off the field. Oh. So if these Bat Boys are taking too long to get oh. off the field, they're telling teams to get new Bat Boys. No way. Yeah. I just thought well, that was a good thing. Martin Blyer's son's no longer a Bat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, though, if the pitcher paid off the bat boys, just, you know, walk off, okay? Oh, I need a second, okay? <laughs> oh, that's funny. What happens I when they get those, like, like the... Because don't they do, like, different things where they bring in, like, bat boys from, like, uh, paraplegic teams and stuff, too? Because I, I know I've seen that once where they've had, like... I'm going to guess those days are gone. Paraplegic. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Where they've had, like, you know, bat boys and, and you know, ball... You know, catches and stuff from paraplegic teams and different stuff like that. I've seen that before, where they've had like you know somebody in a wheelchair. Yeah, well, not yeah, not necessarily someone in a wheelchair, but someone who's less than you know full physically abled. Okay. Doing the bat yeah. boy stuff. I would assume that they're out of a job. Yeah. So is that is that gonna like unless they're stop fast that deal like. Who knows that? I don't know. That's a, that's an unanswerable question, John. Dang it! It, it really we got a is. Professional on, we got to get it together. I, I'm just thinking that, like, I mean, that's something to think about. You know, are you gonna get rid of those days when you have like the the uh, little oh. leagues going out there being bat boys? No, they're probably fast. Little leagues are. Oh, little league, oh, sure. But but here's the crazy thing: if you would not have said that, I would have never. That would have never crossed my mind. Yeah, but I mean, you got to think about that. Like when you. I don't so, have to. <laughs> so if you're if you're if you're if you're worrying about like these timers and stuff, and if like you're worried about Bat Boys not being quick enough, then all of a sudden being a Bat Boy is like that's a that's a higher prize thing than it used to be. So now it's like if you're not being quick enough, then maybe you're not gonna make the cut. Yeah, so if maybe you were out of shape and like to drink a lot of beer while you're yeah, the bat boy, I mean, you I don't think they're they're the being that strict on it. Like <laughs> just grab the bat, walk off the field. Don't yeah. dally. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not gonna get like Every now and then you get this little league. This isn't the uh, tennis ball retriever where you got to sprint out, grab the ball, and sprint back to the dugout. Although that would, I think, bring <laughs> that would be some entertainment value. That would be, that would be entertaining. But yeah. you see the like you have the little league teams that come out there and like as being the bat boys for the big leagues, and that's great for them to get that chance to meet these I think guys they would and be stuff. Fine. But like you know, if you're if you're actually pressuring them to be so quick. Like, well, I guess it doesn't really need to be crazy quick. I don't yeah. Think. As long as you, if you Just make sure they're not dallying. Yeah. If you speed walk out there and grab it and speed walk back, you're probably good. I don't think that they're like, run, run, run. It's probably more like, hey, just don't just, stop. Just go grab the bat. Yeah. Don't don't stand there and check your watch. <laughs> but yeah, we never really gave the caller a chance because we're we're sorry. We're being in a- uh, that was just my thoughts on it. Yeah. No, guys, this is great. This is why we all love the show. We we wait with bated breath until you guys finally release it. You know, all five of them do. All yeah. five of them. Yeah. All five <laughs> viewers. I think we may have six now. We're pretty close. I mean, there's four of us in the room. Uh... Oh crap! And, and no five. One on the call. Crap. We may only have five. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you before Lance jumps in again. How's the little league going? How's the team to. going? You guys winning it this year? Well, I'm sorry. You agreed that you cut out. What was that? I said you guys going to win it this year. Well, I hope so. We're definitely going to give it our best shot. And as of now, I'm just helping coaching. I'm just kind of taking a year off because my son starts next year. 
and I plan on coaching him and my daughter at the same time, hopefully from then till high school ball. So Oof. this is going to be kind of a down year just to help out, um, and then we'll hit it hard next year. But, no, the team, we will definitely give up 110%. Uh, the boys don't realize it yet. We're kind of still chasing crickets in the outfield. <laughs> but, you know, two practices in, two practices in, I don't think we've done too bad. It hasn't been a complete shock. You know, kids is spring, kids aren't really focusing a whole lot. But once, you know, once we start getting more into hitting rather than just fundamentals, yeah, their attention span, they'll focus, and it'll be just fine. Just fine. Freaking heck yeah. So you guys, Rob, do any of your boys play baseball? Uh, you've met me, JoJo. You know that how uncoordinated and unathletic I am. No, I don't think I think one of them may have a chance, but man, right now I'm just trying to see if he can hit the ball off the tee. Yeah, see. They're actually they're okay at hockey. Like they can shoot hockey pucks. Where does the hockey come from? Love <laughs> hockey. I love watching it. They like watching it with me. And the Boston Bruins oh, are man. a terror this year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Well, yeah, the youth sports topic, that's a whole different thing because, as you guys know, it's declining drastically. Um, it's a crying shame. Um, but yeah. it's kind of a – don't want to blame it on you. There's one thing, but there's some obvious factors you could definitely point a finger at and say this is what's going on. Yeah. I mean, we've got, to say that. we've got a lot of – you know, there's a lot of chaos getting kids to practice sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh, I can't even imagine. I got – I just just – I couldn't imagine just getting my kids to like weekly or daily practices. If you got to try to get a whole team there and then try to coordinate and get these kids to pay attention and let's pew. No, thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. My nephews were in town over Easter and I couldn't get them to throw a football. It's it's, (laughs) not even like, I'm just like, just throw the football. It's not that hard. Oh man! So I think I gotta ask you guys, just as casual baseball fans we are, um, what are some baseball moments in your life that stick out? Whether it's you know running out with the flag, uh, an iconic hit, or you know if you want to go back to the Red Sox, you know after two thousand, maybe some two World Series appearances or so. Uh, about, what are some iconic baseball moments? The thirteen World Series is the one that I go back to the most, <laughs> be because. Me and Lance were texting all through that World Series. He was still in a, uh, Missouri, I think, at that time, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. in 2013. So yeah. we were, and I was working night shift, so my break was about the seventh inning. So I could come in for my break. I could see the beginning of the game at my eating supper, and then when I came in for the last break, the game was about to end, so I'd have an idea of who was winning, and we went back and forth the whole time, and then they ended up winning. So that one, I remember more of just the banter between us than the actual games because I never got to watch, sit and watch a full one because I was always working. But there was one year, 2018, when it wasn't even the World Series. It was when uh, the Red Sox knocked out the Astros. That was my favorite part of 2018 because, yeah, I mean, nobody likes the Astros. Uh, mine would have been, I think, 2011. David Freeze, Game Six against the Rangers. Thank you, a Cardinal fan of the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's. I think that's got to be the, I probably not the greatest, but one of the greatest World Series games ever played. 
It was beautiful. So, yeah. All right. Absolutely. So, I, I'm absolutely. I'm really excited to hear what John's is. So for me, um, as far as baseball goes, I never followed too much. I'm I'm very out. No way. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. Uh my best memory of a game is I when I went to a Reds game with my dad because he got tickets through his work. And I sat there and we watched this Reds game and I don't remember the score. I don't remember who played. I just remember it being the best damn time of my life. I loved it. It was amazing. You haven't gone back? No. Jeez. How old were you? I was I was like 14. Maybe 13, 14. But we were in a box with like you oh, know, that, that does amplify the experience yeah. quite well, a bit. Well, I mean, yeah, we were in a box with, with my, my dad's, like, you know, top guys and stuff, you know, you know, people who own companies and stuff. I don't remember the games at all, but I loved it. Just I was sitting out there watching, like, because I used to play softball, and, and, and that, I knew what was happening, but I don't remember what happened during the game <laughs> itself. But I just remember it being a great experience, and it was fun. I was going to ask you, why haven't you gone back, but... If you're in a box, well, it costs a lot of money. Yeah, if you if you yeah. go and you sit in a box, then you go and you sit somewhere else. It's not yeah, the same experience. The, the seats I had were were not uh, things you could just buy. <laughs> you got another question, Cheaply, Lance? You've been rocking. Um, are you good? I was just going to ask you. You're talking about little league, um, and I know we we discussed this briefly a while ago. But do you want to talk about some of the challenges you're seeing as far as parents and children uh, mm-hmm. coming up in little league, um, and and why? That might be causing the downfall of baseball as well. Oh, dang! dang. Baseball's oh, going oh. down. The stakes just went up. <laughs> well, I mean, the viewership. No, I, think I can. I can try to. What little knowledge I have on the subject, I can definitely try to elaborate on that. And I'm getting some feedback. You guys have another. You have another caller trying to call in and try to one up me or something. What's going on? Uh, yeah. I, I think you're just getting some feedback through the microphones on the headphones. Oh, okay. Kind of deal. Gotcha. Because I, th- I thought I was the leading professional on this. I don't. Yeah, you are. Well, well, you are. We don't know what okay. we're doing here. Yeah. We're trying to adjust this is, things. I we don't know what we're adjusting. I should have mentioned out of the gate. This is the first call-in, so technical difficulties are probably going to happen. Oh, 100%. You did get louder, oh. though, in my headset. So I, I think that was John. Gain. Oh, you did? Thank you. Yeah, so if you want to talk about some of the difficulties that I think coaches and you know people that have been coaching a lot longer than myself – I would say it's probably competing with the traveling ball. I'm sure you guys are familiar with traveling ball teams, right? So they may go anywhere from, you know, a mile radius. So you take, you know, you take a small town, which is used Bowling Green, Missouri, a town of 5,000, and you may have one or two teams per age group. So, you know, age 9 through 11, you're going to have maybe one team. And if you don't, if you have two, you might have about 14 players, seven on each team. And then you're having to try to pull up here or there where you can. But the traveling teams, what they've really done is, in my opinion, has taken away from the localized sports and the, or should say, casual baseball player. As a, or, you know, as a young kid, that age group is hurt the most because the parents obviously are pushing the kids to play travel ball. But the ones that are stuck, you know, not stuck, but the ones that only have the opportunity to play local Corey leagues they're the ones that are hurt because they don't have the opportunities, which is fine, but it just really affects the local ball across the board when it comes to something like this because traveling teams and the Corey League, they don't – their seasons don't really work together. So it's what you can only usually play one or the other. And then since we're in a rule of town Missouri, you're traveling a minimum an hour and a half one way. You're going to play on these traveling teams 
that people get serious about. So I think that's another thing. Um, and then the other would probably be, I would say home life. Um, dads not going out playing with their kids. We all grew up, I mean, grew up playing wiffle ball, right? How many kids play wiffle ball anymore? The first three or four practices every year are basically just to reiterate and find a baseline of fundamentals for kids that would just come natural to them if they played in their backyard more. But I mean, obviously that can't, we can't expect that, but that's the biggest thing that we can tell is that kids aren't playing at home, any sport, whether it's basketball, football, soccer, baseball, it really doesn't matter. And I think you guys would agree with that. Would you not? Yeah. Just the backyard sports that, yeah, that's a you huge don't see problem. If, and then, yeah. yeah. Last it's time crazy. I seen wiffle ball played was when I played it in the Kroger parking lot and got kicked out of the parking lot. Good for Kroger. I mean, again. Like that, that was the last time I remember <laughs> wiffle ball even being a thing. Like it was, when I was playing it, it was like, you know, 15, 16 years old in the Kroger parking lot. I got kicked out because we were hitting, hitting wiffle balls around. Yeah. Yeah, I can clearly see why. You I mean, I can see out. why, but you know, at least we were doing a sport. You know, we yeah, weren't like well, out there doing drugs. Were you? <laughs> well, that was later. But. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Fast forward a few years. <laughs> no, I see. Like, yeah, so that for sure. The I've only I've played it a few times with the kids, but I mean, mine aren't too old yet. But yeah, I can clear definitely see your point when we were little we were always playing something outside whether it was softball wiffle ball football something yeah if you have kids that are just going yeah, out practicing for what an hour a week they're never going to be good in any by any standards you've got to practice but they're not going to be bad on your yeah. own well i well, mean they are uh, well, i would be if they practice little as coaches yeah. as coaches that's why you know we've tried to implement when i have coaches that agree we do a sunday fun day and so on Sunday, it's a, it's a volunteer practice space. It's not mandatory practice. And kids will get out, we'll get on the diamond, and we'll play some games, whether it's, you know, hot box or, you know, some sort of just base running game, another base running game. Then it always can end with wiffle ball. You know, no gloves, put your gloves down, focus on it, focus on the fundamentals, getting your butt down, you know, scooping the ball, know where you're throwing it. And also something else, you guys, all your – I asked the question was – what memory do you remember of baseball? And all of you all said it was with who you were with, you know, whether it was John with his dad yeah. or Lance and Rob texting each other, you are seeing less young people at the ball games. Yeah. People aren't interacting with the sport And that may be because how baseball formats or how they, you know, what platform they use. Cause I know, you know, if you go back to the Pujols 700 home run, it was an <laughs> Apple plus TV, right? Yeah, this is a huge because of mine is why was that game on Apple Plus TV, right? Yeah. How many lifetime fans, you know, anyone, let's just say above fifty, right? They they probably weren't able just to switch over as easily as the younger generation was, right? And they miss it. Do you? So think... I think. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying it kind of just reflects across the board, you know. People aren't growing up playing sports anymore. Not that, you know, viewership's down across the board, but baseball in particular. Baseball has had the biggest shift in the travel, game, travel teams, so more than soccer, football, or basketball. Do you think less so I think people, you get less interaction. Yeah, do you think less people playing the sport? So since these travel teams are kind of interrupting the, 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 the local, local teams, mm-hmm. less people playing. If you're not playing the sport, you might be less likely to watch it, so that's – that's hurting 
viewership as well because there's just less people playing the sport, less kids playing the sport? I, I think. I think so. I mean, I would you, would, you have to think it may affect that. And then also with these travel teams, kids are getting burnt out easier because it's a lot of travel and it's a lot of games. Yeah. And that's great for three or four years. But when a kid becomes, you know, freshman, sophomore, high school, they're, if they're not the top of the line, they're not competing for that number one spot, they're going to lose interest pretty quick. Yeah. And right? just how it tends nature. Not even just the kids, the parents too. Parents are going to bur- get burnt out on all that traveling as well, if they're doing exactly. That. Probably yeah, the parents not even more so show than the kids. Yeah. yeah, they're not even going to show up to the games for half of them. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's no. kind of the whole point of no, baseball, exactly. isn't it? Is like you get your, get your parents out there to root for you. Yeah, you and know? it's usually localized. Like he was saying before, it was always yeah. the local groups. But yeah, if you're traveling, I mean, my goodness, that how young are you traveling? No, if you're, if you're traveling, that's crazy. Yeah. Be yeah, like, you, no, there's, there's easily ten year old, yeah, yeah, ten year olds. It's not uncommon to see ten year olds travel. That's but that's since insane. I only yeah. my own my my only interaction is with Corey League. So and I I go to a few traveling games here and there. If I see one local, you know, in the area that's playing, I'll go to them and just see the competition and stuff like that. And see what we're dealing with. But one thing I noticed, it's not. It's, I'm not gonna say it's not a family atmosphere, but you don't have the grandparents there. You know what I mean? You don't have the barbecue. You've got these pop-up tents. You've got your cooler, and as soon as your game's done, you're going to the other field across the complex, right? And you're going to that. And you're going back and forth. Or you got these group of moms and dads sitting around watching the nine players, right? And then they leave. There's not a whole lot of camaraderie around it. Whereas here, you've got you know your your youngest is playing on this team, your oldest is playing here. And then, you know, he might be playing against your cousin or something or your neighbor, right? Yeah. I think you lose a lot of that with travel ball, which, trust me, I, my, my oldest my oldest is four and the next oldest is three. So my, I definitely want my yeah, kids to buddy. play some sort of travel ball. <laughs> They're definitely going to be playing travel basketball. Basketball? Um, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah well, that, yeah, you got to have, you got to have two sports. Uh, obviously. Like, the, the thing is, uh, if you play one sport, you know, you can be good at that. But if you play another sport, it can make you better at the other sport. Yeah. So oh, yeah. playing oh, two yeah. sports is always good. But like uh, you were saying with the kids, you know, growing up playing the game, Once, when you're a kid and you've played a game over and over and you understand the way it's played, it's so much more enjoyable to watch. Like growing up, we always played backyard football. That was the majority of the sport we played. And that's why for so long I've been such a hardcore football fan because I played it. I could... You can watch the game then and see somebody do something like, wow, that is incredible. There's no way I could ever do that. And I play every day in my backyard. Yeah. That's it. With baseball, we played softball like maybe once a week during the summer. But then once that ended, we never watched it. I couldn't. I've, I've watched baseball games before and loved it. But the season to me, there's, there's so many games. So, it's kind of interesting because I played a lot of softball as a kid. Lots. Tons. Almost every week uh, for during the summer season. During the season of softball, I played a lot of softball. And I never really liked it as much as I played football. Like, when I played yeah. football, I liked it more. Maybe you were just too aggressive. Because for... you're bloodthirsty. You just well, wanted to hit somebody. I think the thing is, is you're sitting there... Waiting to waiting for your time to go out there for softball and football, you're just always on the field. Yeah. Well, unless if you're, no, actually no, no, I would agree, team. yeah, for sure. 
Unless you know, you're that as, receiver that never gets thrown, kid, you just keep running out like, come on, we're getting tired for nothing. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. As a kid, like, even if I'm playing a position that's not, you know, a good position for football, like, at least I'm doing something. Uh, I don't know. See, I'm that the was my thing. If I'm playing wide receiver and I'm not getting the ball thrown to me, I'm a diva. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh-uh. I'm going to go sit on the cooler. You throw that ball to me. Or I'm not running. I want to play running back now. Yeah, exactly. No, I want to be quarterback. I want to touch the ball. Well, it says I was the quarterback thrown to you. So. <laughs> I know, and I never had that problem. John knew I was a diva. He was like, every other play, I have to at least throw the ball. I got to give him his feeds, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Who's winning the Stanley Cup this year? Well, I would naturally want to say the Boston Bruins, but I can't say that. But probably, <laughs> oh, it's not the Blues. It won't be the Blues. <laughs> Let's put it that well, way. That's a safe bet. <laughs> hey, at least at least before the trade deadline, they went ahead and sold and got something back for their players. They didn't just try to ride out the season and get nothing for them. So be happy with that. So I'm not a diehard hockey fan, and for me, coming from – the Cardinals, it's really hard to go through this, right? Hey, 2019, man. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't, I'm not knocking that at all. But it just, <laughs> our window was open. At the beginning of the season, we were talking about it. Our window was still open. Yeah, for sure. And the wheels the, fell off. I'm, I, the predictions, the Blues were going to win their division, were the predictions at the beginning of the yeah. year. And the predictions were Boston was going to miss the playoffs. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It is, that just, it's crazy. So far gone. Yeah, that, that just that's crazy. But I have a question for you all actually, because um, Rob, it, it hurt it hurts me when you uh, bash the NCAA tournament. Oh, like, buddy, I can't do. watch basketball. Uh, oh, it was. I mean, I'm happy because my wife won the. Uh, she won the competition that we joined. But it was pretty. It was pretty nice. That's the first time either of us had actually won one of those brackets. But was that not just a dominating performance by UConn? I'm, Every game was won by double digit points. Yeah. Um, to do that was Gonzaga in 2018. Here's the thing. I didn't pick UConn to win, so I was pretty pissed <laughs> off right right out of the gate. And when I say right out of the gate, I mean right out. Purdue was my baby. It was before he even picked his bracket. Yeah. He was mad. I was pissed because <laughs> everything else on my bracket, like after the first set of games, I was like 98% correct. Mm-hmm. But Purdue lost, and that was my championship team. So I was pretty sad. I had two other brackets thing. with Purdue. I had Purdue winning one and Arizona winning the other. So I feel your pain. Yeah, it was. So I feel your pain. I, my, that my, was my, my, f- my trash. Go ahead. I was to say the the bracket my wife did. She just said, "Oh, we'll just do the UConn." You know, it's one of those things like I like the name type thing, you know. And so we got <laughs> that. And it it won. She so, actually picked yeah, UConn. A, well, truth be told, it was actually my bracket. I just wasn't going to put JoJo one and JoJo two. But yeah, she won the two hundred bucks. Dang, that's cool though. I bet she's pumped for it it's next awesome. year. It's awesome. I think. I, oh I'm yeah, no, sure she's always got a bracket. bracket, but I think I picked UConn too. So I do want to say one thing about you saying that UConn was just dominate dominant the whole way through because in the title game, it was the lowest scoring title game ever, ever, ever. And wow. UConn well, wouldn't have scored seventy the... points if it wasn't for a flurry of free throws in the final ninety seconds. Look at you! 
He sent me that article. No, no, no. (laughs) Hear me out, guys. Here's the problem with basketball. There is no other sport that goes, well, the score was this, except for basketball. The game was entertaining, right? Was it not? I, I from what I read, it wasn't. I, I read that the game was unpleasant and boring. Well, okay. if you lost, that, <laughs> yeah, who wrote that article? I no. didn't have skin in the game at that point. My my teams didn't make it past the elite eight. If you won, I'm sure they'd think it was great. I don't know. I, I would watch the game. This, the, probably the the game probably wasn't exciting, but it was the whole story behind it. How they you know they've won every game by this margin of points. But yeah, you're right, right. But only but that's why I, I, I hate the NBA is because people are like, oh, well, the game was this. It was you see this performance. It's basically an individual going out there and doing yeah. personal records, right? Yeah. You know, LeBron's doing this. What's well, a personal record? He never is a part of a team that sets a record. It's always LeBron did this. It's not the team did this. Yeah, I can't hardly yeah, see. I, the reason, well, big reason why I don't, I don't care for college basketball is because of the NBA. They, I just don't care for basketball in general. That's, I only watch the, the, the tournament, and that's it. That's I don't the watch majority the of people I've talked to are like, no, you just only watch college. I'm like, I can't I can't get into it just because of... You yeah. only watch the tournament, and you only watch it when you have a bracket because I tell you what, I can't watch a college basketball game, but when I got skin in the game, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat the entire time. I'll be honest well, with you. If Kentucky's playing Louisville, I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to be like, Kentucky better win this. No, I, so I wouldn't care. I was <laughs> just you because are, you know this is like a rivalry there. Yeah, yeah, you are correct. When I we you made me do the bracket this year, I was watching. I was sitting at uh, Bob's and I was there was two games on, and I was watching both TVs because I had teams playing. <laughs> I'm like, oh come on Virginia, come on Maryland. I actually got into it, so the bracket did make me get into it a little bit until uh, later that night when Purdue lost. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing <laughs> like, in the world. Is dumb. <laughs> oh, that's what makes sports great, the highs and lows. It, and right now, you know, I need a, I need you're the Bruins to win low. this year because it's been a rough, rough football year. Well, for And it's going to be a rough a baseball fan, year. That's for yeah. sure. So I need, I really need the Bruins to go ahead and hoist that cup. And well, I don't well, know. Rob, since you've really only got one, Rob, Rob, let's make a bet. Since you've really only got one sports team that's any worth anything, let's go ahead and make a bet on the Bruins. <laughs> want to? Oh, let's go. Uh, no, because I'm going to jinx teams. it. I don't want to jinx it. Let's get it. Let's get that Bruins bet. Let's go. What What's, is it? Wait, what are we, what, right. what kind of skin are we putting in the game? Oh, the best kind. Oh, oh no. Kind. <laughs> bourbon. I want oh. some bourbon. All okay. right. What kind? We can do let's that. Let's see if it's in my price range. <laughs> Oh, no, no, we'll just keep it simple. I want a bottle of Eagle Rare. What's that? Eagle not Rare. That's own, not, that's it's very not, hard to find. It's not the hardest. How am I supposed to find that? It's, it's not any harder than a Boston, Boston team trying to find a, a ring or a cup or anything like that. So I'm sure you can get it, right? <laughs> 2018, buddy. Oh, we man. won the World Series. And the Patriots. What are you talking about? I hate the Patriots, but man, that was a they, burn, won, dude. they won six. Boston, I, I'm All pretty right. sure they call Boston Title Town. I don't you want a bottle. Uh, I don't Let's want to. No, I don't want a bottle of bourbon. Yeah, you do. I want a case of Miller well, Lite. If you get a bottle of Eagle Rare and you put that on your desk. Okay, yeah, cool let's do it for that. And I know JoJo's got like five yeah, that, that, at home. That's not fair. Does he? So <laughs> that, I got to go digging for one? <laughs> Yeah, He's we'll, going to be like struggling yeah, to find it. It's, let's it's harder it. for him. Let, hey, you got to pick a team, though. 
Yeah, that's fair. Oh. If I, I was, was you, I would pick the up. Oilers. Oh, man. All right. Well, let me think about it. Um, can I text you tomorrow or something, or are we going to do this on air right now? Oh, on air. 100%. Uh, you can text tomorrow since you're not really a hockey into hockey. All right. That's fine. We'll give you time. We'll give you 24 hours. Go with the Avalanche. 24 go. hours. Go with the Avalanche. The Avalanche. Or the Oilers. One of those two. Yeah, I think the Oilers might have it this year just because Dreisaitl and McDavid are uh, playing out of this world. And they got alcohol. All right, Lance. Just Lance is just me and you right now. Celebrity call. Celebrity shot. What do you got right now? Who should I go for? Uh, I'm going to go with the Avalanche because Rob said the Oilers. I really don't like the Avalanche. They kind of manhandled the Blues last year. We'll go yeah. for the Oilers. Go for the Oilers. <laughs> go for whoever you want. I have to go with Boston. They're my boys. That's unfortunate. <laughs> hey man, one thing about the Bruins are they are always a good competitive team, so they're always fun to watch every year. Yeah. All right. I've Can got a bottle, so we're gonna do a bottle to a taste of Miller Light. That that sounds great. No, we got to do bottle for bottle now. Yeah, it's they just told me how cool it would look on my desk, and I thought yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's bottle for bottle. That would hurt me every time I watch the show that my bottle. Yes, it would. And I love that. I will hang. I will hang a little like collar around it that says JoJo's. You know, be even funnier is 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 he's gonna have a place for that bottle, and we're gonna put it on his desk, and it's like the bottle that he didn't get. Yeah, when it'll it'll just be if they lose, I'll just get a piece of paper and write the name of it and just stick it. You know what? After you finish the bottle, you bring it back to us and we'll put it on the desk and the empty bottle will be there and that'll be... I doubt he drinks it. Eventually he would. (laughs) No, it wouldn't be quick, I bet. We just put an empty bottle there and, you know. All right. I got one more question for you before we sign on. Are you... you, I was going to do one more baseball question. Are you you asking the... I'm. I think we're gonna cut it here. Okay. We're we've gone pretty long. Pretty right, long. Um, you still uh you still drinking Bud Light? No. Oh. I never drank Bud Light, but now I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Same boat. I wish that I was a big Bud Light fan so that I could you say could I wasn't drinking, drinking it? it anymore. But yeah, I've I've really never even drank Bud. But I just thought, and that's. That's the thing. You're like, oh, our sales haven't dipped. Let's go and drink it anyway, all right? That's yeah, why they haven't dipped. Let's go and drink that crap. When people were talking about their sales going down, I was like, damn, people actually drank Bud? Yeah, actually, well, I read the, an article Exactly. The big thing is is Bud Light is uh, one beer out of 36 that Anna Bush supports. <laughs> That's not good. So well, 36 it's... beers, people are still drinking, thinking they're not supporting Bud Light. <laughs> Some stuff they might be. But uh, I read an article earlier. It's a small sample size, but a Missouri bar owner uh, said his Anheuser-Busch bottled products sales dropped 30% over the past week. Oh, 100%. While his draft beer plunged by 50%. Uh, another That's huge. Another brew house owner, I don't know where this one was located, told Fox News that 80% of Bud Light drinkers ordered something else this week, while the other 20% who did order the beer weren't on social media and hadn't heard what they did yet. Um, an analyst, hold on. Oh, uh, Bud Light sponsors a Texas uh, dart league that's played once a week. Yeah. Um, it draws in 100 players every week. The bar usually blows through three kegs of Bud Light at the event, nearly 500 12-ounce glasses. Wow. This week, the beer, the bar sold only four bottles of Bud Light. Four bottles? Wow. Uh-huh. 
versus 500. That should tell you all you need to know right there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's huge. Well, I guess that's all we got, buddy. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. We'll do well, this again. I think there was one more baseball question, wasn't there? Was there? Are we wanting to go longer? We yeah. can go one more. All right. Uh, We're going to well, talk on, about Bud Light after this, after you sign off, because I have a special <laughs> guest. Right. My sister's on. Yeah. We got uh, a lot. We actually she got wants a to talk about, uh She wants to talk about the Bud Light thing a little bit. I, I so got, do we want to keep? Do we just want to keep going on that then? Or? Yeah, we'll do one more baseball <laughs> one question more baseball before question. he signs off. Then we're going to the Bud yeah. Light deal. Yeah. All right. So uh, WBC, we've just played uh, recently. It ended a couple weeks ago. Um, historically, the United States has never cared much for the WBC. It's the World Baseball Classic. It was started, yeah. I think, around 2006. Basically, it replaced the baseball and the Olympics. Um, this year, it seemed like things were changing a little bit. Jojo, do you want to... What's your opinion on that? Is, is is the United States going to get more involved in that? Do you think they're going to start treating it more like other countries? Or, or what, do, what, do you, what do you think about that? I hope they do. And I don't know if you all watched it, but after COVID um, pushed it off, it was held this year, like Lance said. It was a great tournament. 20 teams, four pools, and it came down to oh um or um oh my goodness what am I saying Trout the game was on the line facing his teammate and it was a perfect match USA team USA versus team Japan unfortunately Japan won but it was phenomenal and yes I think MLB you know the players from America will they'll be participating more but team team USA was definitely at a handicap because they were not putting their best players in, primarily the pitching. But I think moving forward, with the good showing we had this year, I think there were 13 or 15 Cardinal players that were represented in this uh, baseball classic. I think the next highest were was the, I want to say the Angels. I'm not sure. But, I mean, not many teams are saying their best players. Yeah. No, I think for sure. Moving forward, we'll definitely have a better showing. So you could say they're not sending their bats. I read that from the top 20 uh, American pitchers, so pitchers that are American citizens, only one of them played in the WBC. Wow. Mm -hmm. I no, guess I could kind of see. If we only got second. If you were. Wow. Yeah. If you were a GM of a team. If you were a GM of a team and they were wanting your pitcher, I could see them being like, look, we got a shot this year. I really don't want you going out there and then end up getting hurt. Yeah, throwing your arm out. Yeah. It's kind of a money yeah, deal. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah, they're losing a lot. And actually, I believe my brother just texted me. I just texted him. He was 19 Cardinal players that were named the 2023 World Baseball Classic. That's so, a I mean, lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't that's know like the which whole team. One. It's basically so had... just the Cardinals versus Japan at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was good. <laughs> well, they were on all different teams. Yeah. Some of them were playing for different countries. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Crazy. You know, it's like Cabrera or Cabrera goes to Dominican Republic, the DR. Um, uh, Day goes Mexico, obviously. Miles, he's American, Wainwright American. And then you have Tommy Edmond, which, by the way, most people don't know, Tommy Edmond's actually Korean, which is kind of crazy. Oh, wow. Um, and then Tyler O'Neill, of course, O Canada. But O Canada. So. I, that'd be interesting to see the Korean players versus Japan. That would be. Just to give a little background Historically on, on how hilarious. much this this WBC means to other countries, mm -hmm. Korea considered it means how a lot. Korea considered how poorly their team played this year as a national disgrace. 
Wow. 50 million people in Japan watched the championship game this year. That's more than any World Series ever. That's insane. The Mexican president granted citizenship to a Cuban player because the Cuban player said he would play for Mexico in the WBC. Wow. Four or five players hey guys, from... The... Go ahead. No, so in Japan, during between innings, the water pressure in the city would drop because that's how many people were using the bathroom between innings. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. I've heard that. Huge. Yeah. I can't believe I mean, that it how would other be... countries treat it. It's crazy. Fifty it's, million. That's like Dang. that's basically more than the, you know, than America's got. I mean. For the Super Bowl for, is our biggest thing. Super in, Bowl. That's but we're a huge than, country. That's better than Super Bowl. That's crazy. And the last one was four or five pitchers from, or players from, I think it was the Dominican Republic. I can't remember which country, uh, said they would prefer winning the WBC over the World Series. And the one that didn't say that said he they were equal to him. Like he would. Wow. Yeah. Dang. And America doesn't care. Yeah, well. America doesn't care about a lot of things. <laughs> but I could see. I mean, it would be hard if you were making $30 million a year playing baseball here, and then they wanted you to go fly play this tournament. I, I mean, I could see me being like, mm, I don't really want to do it. But that's just because I'm lazy. A lot of the players said that it was more fun. Like, it was more relaxed. You're not trying quite as yeah. hard. So it was, it was more fun to play in this tournament than... I mean, yeah, Adam Wainwright, he gave several interviews on podcasts while he was actually, during the whole tournament, he said it was the best baseball atmosphere he'd ever been in. Was that? And you get to see everyone there. And it's, yeah, watching the highlights. Though, if you watch some highlights from last night of the championship game, just get ready because Cardinals were definitely sucking it up lately. So I watched <laughs> the highlights of that. And, uh, no, it is a great atmosphere. And what, what the, uh, like Lance mentioned, with the Rose Arena in Mexico, you know, it's a huge deal that they gave him Mexican citizenship. That shows you how big a deal it is. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's great. So, but I appreciate you coming on, JoJo. We'll definitely do this again, buddy. Thank you very much. Yep. Thanks for coming. All on, right. Yeah. Talk to you guys later. See you. See yeah. You. Bye. Hey, we got successful call. Successful call. Oh, probably See? the most informative call we've ever had. Probably the most informative conversation. Conversation <laughs> I've ever had, honestly. Something. He knew what he was talking about. He, Holy cow. See? See? That all, oh, yeah, you may have lost your credibility. We never had it, for one. <laughs> Obviously. And we just but gained a little bit. Two. Dude, he was bringing out some stats, and I was like, man, this guy knows He was naming players, about. and I was like, okay, okay. I was like, I don't even know what baseball is about, but, man, I was kind of interested in everything he said. Yeah, okay. He's, he's just throwing that off the top of his head. Me, I'm sitting over here staring at my phone like, and, uh... Hey, yeah, but... Yeah, but the way you were reading them off sounded like you were super smart. <laughs> I was like, look at him. Hey, I was like, hey, we got a guy. <laughs> we got a guy, too. Uh, let's let's go ahead and dance around the sports before we start the long con- the conversation. I feel like it's going to be long. Well, uh, it's good, probably going to have to not be on YouTube. It's probably going to have to go to a different website. Okay, well, then we'll throw it on at the end for sure then. So it's probably going to have to go to Rumble. That's fine. Because what we're talking about is probably going to trigger some flags. No, it's going to trigger YouTube guidelines. Yeah, it probably will. 
Well, if it she's does, she's saying that, and that's her conversation she's wanting to bring up. So well, that's why I said we'll just put it at the end. That way we can. It's going to be at the end. Okay, but that's what I said. But you know, same. let's go to the NHL this week. Yes, I, I want to talk about some NHL stuff. I have Boston won their sixty third game, and tonight they just won their sixty fourth. Holy crap! That is the record. Prior to that, was sixty two wins in a season. They've got it by two. Are they going to hit sixty nine? I don't know. It would uh, be nice. The points record now is six or er, one hundred and thirty four. They are now at one hundred and thirty three. So if they win their next game, they own the wins record. And the points record. If they do not win the cup this year, it will be a damn shame. That would be insane. It would be a to, horrible to end to break this all those records and not win the cup. It will be the biggest collapse in sports history if like, they don't win the cup. They're literally just dominating. Every, they're basically just going out there and beating the crud out of everyone with with a little stick, and then. And then when they get to the final cup game, if they don't win that, yeah, that's just embarrassing well, almost. Yeah, and just a choke. It, it would just and be, honestly, be a it's a choke. Point. Like, there's no way a team can do that consistently throughout the year, and then fail. Yeah, it's well. I mean, it can be done. The last team well, certainly that, can be, but the last team that got to 62 wins was Tampa Bay Lightning, and that year in the playoffs, round one, they played. The lowest seed, uh, which were the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Columbus Blue Jackets swept them in the first round. Swept them. So it's it's happened. There's in the NHL. There's the curse of the President's Trophy. Usually, whoever wins that does not win the cup. Well, someone's got to break, break that curse year. at some point, right? I hope so because they won the President's Trophy like a month ago. They already <laughs> locked that in. Yeah, has, a so, month ago. They has won. any team ever won the President's Trophy in the Stanley Cup? Yes. Yeah. It's okay. just I think it's just been a while. Like the last ton of President's Cup trophy winners. As dominant lost. as this team is, it is hard to think that they're not going to win at all. I know, but boy, it, they, I didn't think they could lose uh, against St. Louis in the Cup final, and they did. Uh, there's been quite a few years where I'm like, 2013, I, I thought they had it. After beating Toronto the way they did, I was like, okay, you, this you, is the year. You and think they, they got didn't. a movie coming up where there's like an up-and-coming team that's like really – struggling and then then all of a sudden you know the best and biggest baddest team is coming in and now all of a sudden they're gonna have to face and they're gonna win and so what scares me is what do you think's gonna happen there the oilers i said at the beginning of the season i think oilers and the bruins uh darcy even commented and said he doesn't think the oilers will make it this year but it would be cool I think if the Oilers make it to the cup final, that'll be scary because I could see the NHL wanting, one, a Canadian team to finally win it again, two, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl to get a cup. If that happens, if they, if it's Bruins and Oilers in the cup final, I'll be scared. I will guarantee you it'll go to game seven. They'll make sure of that, but I do It'll not. make a great movie. That one would scare me. Like 12 years from now, when they make the movie about it, and they have like uh, Ryan Reynolds playing like Dry Subtle or something. No, he would have to be a Bruin. <laughs> Who would Ryan Reynolds play? You would have to cut him off at the knees, and he'd have to be Marshan. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds playing Marshan? Yeah, because he's, be he's, he's got the wit of Marshan. No, Ryan Reynolds has got to be on the winning team. 
Yeah, the Bruins will win. Oh, okay. okay. So, uh, well, that's not going to have a movie then. Yeah, well, right it now. It would be though, hilarious if Ryan Reynolds playing Martian. Oh, man, that would be that'd right be interesting. Now, though, in the West. Uh, uh, by the time that comes out, Ryan Reynolds will be the coach. In the West, there's only one more playoff spot open. Uh, it's between the Jets and the Flames. And in the East, East, East. there's two spots open. The, and there's three teams trying to get it Islanders. Panthers and the Penguins. The Guinos. Hey, Guinos. Penguins have 90 points. Islanders have 91 <laughs> points. And the Panthers have 92 points. So it's anybody's game. That's pretty close. Islanders only have one game left. So the highest they can get is 93. Penguins have two. They're playing tonight. And then they have another game. So they can get four. So I mean, we're Penguins, pretty much right at the end. Right? Yeah, if the Penguins win their last two games, they got the spot. Now they're playing tonight, and right now the Blackhawks are beating them three to one. Holy oh, cow! I think the Penguins are out of the Penguins playoffs. Penguins are out. If they lose tonight, I would say that would probably put them out. Goodness, the Blackhawks! I thought when I pulled it up, I was like, okay, Penguins are getting tonight. Jeez, OP. What? Sidney Crosby's going to be sitting on the bench for his first time in his career during the playoffs. That's crazy. Seventeen years. It's a long, long time. The West is actually turning out to be pretty entertaining. The Stars and Avalanche are... I hope that they don't play before, like, the final. If they end up playing, it would be great in the final. But you got Gold Knights, Oilers. Oilers came all the way up from... I mean, hell, midway through the season, they were, like, fifth or sixth in their division. They're in second right now, right behind... The Golden Knights, 120 or 105 points to 107. Then the Kings, Kraken. The Kraken, Kraken locked it in. Always comes back. They're locked. Well, I mean, this is only like their third year in the league, and they've sucked their first two. Nobody thought that they were going to be. They're actually locked in one? They're locked in the playoffs this year. Ooh, they've clinched. Let's go. There's it's only impressive. one spot in the West. Jets or Flames? Jets have 93 points. Flames have... 91. I think the Jets are probably going to lock it up. I think they're winning tonight. So they'd have to beat basically the, yeah, they'd have to beat every team. So the playoffs right now, if the season ended today, would be Islanders versus Boston. And it's probably going to be that because I think Pittsburgh's going to lose. Tampa, Toronto, that's going to be the number one series in the East, I think. But... Florida, Carolina. I think Carolina's probably going to smack Florida. Rangers and Jersey will be a good series still. So there's two really good ones in the first round in the East. I think I will enjoy Toronto, Tampa Bay more just because they're in the Atlantic. And you really want to watch Toronto lose that? Toronto lose that. <laughs> no, I just really want to watch them beat the crap out of each other. At this point, I'm not scared of Toronto. I hope Toronto gets through. I would much rather have them than Tampa. Especially if Tampa knocks Toronto out again, they're they're going to be a tough out. It'll be the first time they've lost in three years. Um, and then in the West right now would be Winnipeg and Vegas. That would actually be a sneaky good series because Winnipeg's better than their record says. They just had some ups and downs. Edmonton and Los Angeles. Uh, <sighs> I think Edmonton will just smack them. 
Seattle and Colorado. Boy, they pulled the short straw. <laughs> and then Minnesota and Dallas. That'll be a good game. I hope, I'm really hoping to see after the first round, I want to see Dallas, Colorado, Edmonton, and Vegas. That way there's only one Canadian team left. And I hope they lose in the next Just round. Just to knock out the Canadian teams because, you know, America. Yeah. Well, playoffs start the 17th? Yeah? Uh, About there, yeah. Yeah, I think it's around there. We still be next week. Playoffs will be underway. Pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. Especially because, man, what a good year. If they, if if it this year ends bad, I, I'm pretty well done with sports. I mean, this is a good year for some fans. <laughs> uh, let's jump over to... Uh, Sunday ticket. NFL Sunday ticket. YouTube TV has it now. Does it? Yes. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's going to be cheaper a little bit, but I'm not sure if you have to get the actual subscription to Wait, YouTube well, TV. Well, to how it. much is YouTube? So YouTube premium is different than YouTube TV. Yeah, this is YouTube TV. So I think it's like a $40 a month, maybe. Oh, something like yeah. that for YouTube TV. <laughs> I don't Ugh. know if you have to have it, but it says for the add-on, it's three hundred fifty bucks for the whole season. So it's a three hundred fifty oh. bucks is right around where Directv's was. Uh, I'm not buying it this year. I bought it last year, and the Colts just that's still just nothing. insane. It's a lot of money, but it's just the full season. So, are so you, you get every game you want to watch. Still insane. Are you hoping if you don't watch the Colts, they're going to do well? I'm not really hoping for much this year, honestly. I'm hoping for the Bruins to win the cup and then that get me through to next season. Unless the Colts get Levis. If they get Levis, oh, it's on. It's going to be a good year. It'll be interesting to watch at least just a young quarterback for once and not somebody that they're trying to retool. Um, the Falcons are doing things. The Falcons just traded... Or the Lions traded uh, Jeff Okuda, cornerback to Atlanta, for a fifth round pick. Okuda is really good cornerback for a fifth round pick, though. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe that he wasn't going to resign. I don't know, but Atlanta is—they're putting. They've had a really good off season this year. I don't know. I mean, I'm not picking them to be like a dark horse Super Bowl team or anything, but I think they're going to be way more competitive than they were last year. Who is Atlanta, Atlanta's quarterback now? Uh, they picked up... Uh, dang, who the heck did they get? Paul was talking to me about it. Forget. I, I know that uh, trade deadline day... They picked someone up. They got... No, it wasn't deadline day. It was free agency day. They picked up a ton of people. But no, I don't know who their quarterback is. Hold on, let me try. I'm still kind of stuck on this $350 a day to watch it. Like It's a full season. It's not just for the day. Oh, $350 to watch. Like, okay, what TV show do you watch that requires $350 for you to watch the whole season? Uh, No TV show that I would enjoy as much as football. It, that's true, but, like, you could get better shows just from, like, Watching TV. So they got Desmond Ritter. If it's all oh. scripted. Tyler Haneke. Let's see they picked he up. We're just going right? to skip over yeah. what I said. but all right. Yeah, because, yeah, 300 bucks. that's a lot of money. That's insane. I won't be paying it. That's a crazy amount of money. But if you get a full season and any game you want to watch, 
That's why they can do it. And because people are paying it. Oh. If, I mean, if, if you're going to be able to get... Why would you sell something for $200 that you know for a fact you could get for 350 You could buy the Lord of the Rings trilogy box set for less than $30. There's a Somehow. reason for that. It sucks. It's amazing. I, oh, no. no, you didn't. No, it's amazing. Yes. Somehow, I don't think the people that watch football are the same people that are going to want Just to buy saying. the Lord of the Rings box that's, set trilogy. No. That's very true. Why wouldn't you? There's a reason. It's amazing. Well, because the Lord of the Rings can't sell for higher because nobody would buy it. The NFL can sell for this price. That's why you would do it. Oh, you no, wouldn't want to shortchange yourself. What I'm kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of putting in perspective here is um, you could get these things that make these totally scripted TV shows and you can watch them for 15 to 20 bucks a month or you could watch for 40 or 50 dollars a month a totally non it's not scripted scripted football program for a little bit more it again goes to what people will pay oh okay yeah it doesn't matter the quality. I'm it just curious. I'm just just, making, just just you know, curious about what you think about that. That's my answer. Is if people pay it, they're going to keep it at that price. Yeah, I mean, for, I think three hundred and fifty dollars yeah. is like wow, that's a steal. Hell no, that's insane. But the reason why they put it at that price is because they know they'll be able to get everybody to buy it at that price. Yeah, I think if you drop the price to $200, you're not going to have any more or less people than Man, could you imagine? Because Probably the people not. that are paying 200 are going to pay 350 Yeah. Could you imagine if they thought that uh, it was the same thing as, like, you know, watching The Mandalorian episode three or whatever? It's just as scripted. Uh, well... You can know because you know what happens before the movie starts. You know what's going to happen. Well, yeah, if you're watching The Mandalorian, you yeah. know because it's a cowboy movie. Mandalorian will win. Scripted. Yeah, at least with football, you know it's only just so scripted. Yeah, you don't. You can't pick at the beginning of the season who's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, heck, you can't pick at the beginning of the game. I mean, who did the the, the, the Chiefs lost to the Colts this year? That's true. That's true. That's true. What's up, brothers? It might be scripted, but who knows how it's scripted. Exactly. That's so what they're paying for. All right. All right. All right, all right I, see, I see your argument. Right. Well, again, continue with what you were saying. Again, you, it's only uh, it's only what it's just like selling. Hold on. You're kicking cords, and I, my, 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 my headphones are going out oh. over here. Okay. Are you good? Yep. Okay. My bad. You kept kicking it and it kept going in and out, but then you kicked it one more time and it just went out. Figure it out, John. Sorry. No one else was having that problem. It was just me. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No. So. Then mine was fine. Okay. I guess you were just kicking I was literally cord. just kicking your cord. <laughs> so, OBJ. Ravens. Does that mean Lamar staying? Uh, I, I mean, I think so, because he hasn't had any teams that were really going after him very hard. They went to the club afterward, and OBJ is acting like Lamar is just set. I don't think OBJ would go there if Lamar wasn't there. That's what I think. He's too. not going to go a team, to a team with an uncertain quarterback. Yeah. Why he, would you? He could have gone to the Jets. Unless if he didn't think any team was going to pay him any more than what he got there. Because I think at this point, Odell Beckham is going more for just money. He needs to make one more payday. You think so? Oh, you don't yeah. think he's real worried about the next Super Bowl? He said he's retiring at the end of 2025. He said that'll be his last no, season. No, I think he wants the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, but at, you got to be at some point. You got to just take what you can get because a lot of teams tried him out and a lot of teams passed on him. So I think at this point he was probably like, "Okay, they're going to offer me money. I'm going to try get in there and try my best to get Lamar to stay." It sounds to me though like Lamar that ship has sailed and he don't want anything to do with the Raiders. 
or Ravens. I think he's he asked for a trade a while ago, I think mm-hmm. in March, but it just was only made public here recently. But it hasn't been working out. Like no no teams have really been all that interested in him. The Patriots said they were passing. Yeah, but so then you get a guy who wanted out, couldn't get out, and then ends up staying. If he ends up staying, he's going to be disgruntled. Maybe. Maybe he already has an attitude problem. Maybe that's why no teams want him. Like maybe there's already something wrong there. Well, I think the I thing mean, was has always been an attitude problem. The NFL is trying to get all players to have an agent because the agents know all the guys in the offices and they work out the deals. He does not want an agent. He's oh, he wants to do he, it himself. Yeah, he's doing the negotiations himself. That oh, could be yeah, part of it. Screw, it could be part himself, of yeah. them being like, no. We're not dealing with you. Get an agent. What is, is Austin Eckler in the same position? Because from what I read, he's he's wanting a trade, but he hasn't gotten one. He thinks he's going to be stuck with the Chargers for one more year. Does he not have an agent too? I don't know. Because I'm pretty surprised Austin that he Eckler, can't find a team to go Austin to. Austin Eckler, though, is I think a lot older. And it seems like it, man. It seems like he's been playing so. for a long time. I don't think and so. And Lamar Jackson has won a quarterback like and has won an MVP. Time, but I don't think he has. So, Someone I mean, who feels like he's an old dude, but... I don't think so. I think I think he was like a second year when I started playing fantasy, and that was back in 2017 or 2018. He's at least so he's old, 30. I mean, that's seven years in the NFL. I don't think yeah, that's, that's old. old. <laughs> that's old. For a running back, I nope. guess. Kinda. 27. He's 27. So, yeah, that, that would be about the right timeline. Oh. That's not bad. For a running back, you're getting a little higher. Usually around 30 years old, running backs really trickle off, unless you're Adrian Peterson. So he's got at least two more good years in him. Yeah. I know I trickled off after I turned 30. So. Well, you trickled off at 26. <laughs> I trickled off about 17. Yeah. So don't, let's not lie about this. <laughs> but I do think with OBJ, at least now Lamar won't be as irritated if he's got to go back to the Raiders or Ravens. Uh, yeah, Raiders, I would think he'd be gee. happy with that. But So one last NFL thing if you're done with the NFL. Cam Newton is sounding desperate to get back in the NFL. Is he? He was before. He provided a list of QBs he is willing to play behind, and he said, quote, I never said I didn't want to be a backup. Oh. First he says... That sounds like desperation talking. First he says, ain't 32 better than me. Now he's like, wait, 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 wait. Please? Yeah, I can... But at least he's not Kaepernick style. It's true. Oh, they're kicking me out. He's at least trying to get back in. And Cam... I don't know how he would be once you got him in the door. He'd probably be nipping at the starting quarterback's heels. That's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like You're not going to want someone like Cam Newton on the bench because he's going to capitalize on any opportunity but, he gets. Dude, here's I, the I thing. tell you what, why is he not going for the XFL? That's be his thing. That is a good question. Here's the thing less with money. him, though. If well, he, yeah, way less. If he had a good attitude and was good attitude as a second, that is a guy you would want in the locker room because that's a pump-up guy. So if long he was for it, he's yeah. working for the team and yes. not himself. Yeah, and the, he's not done anything to make you think that he wouldn't. He's just that personality that can either tear down a building or build one. Yep. I I just think he abused himself too much out of the gate. I don't know how much more he's got left. But again, look at uh, the Falcons for one. They got Desmond Ritter and uh, Tyler Haneke. Young guys, yeah, you think one of them could turn out great. The Colts, 
They just got Minshew. There's a bunch of teams out there that, yeah, have definitely have the Bucks. Ton of questions. Yeah, I'm sure a couple of these are going to draft a quarterback in the first round, but at the same time, like, I mean. I'm a little surprised he's not getting brought on a team to compete. Like, some of these teams yeah. do have question marks to the quarterback. Why not just, hey, come on, we'll try you out. Maybe we'll release you before the season starts. I can definitely see his point, yeah. Like, what is going on? Because yeah. Houston. Houston doesn't have anybody right now. The Patriots, even. I mean, they got Mac Jones, but that looks like it's... That hasn't been working out well at all. Yeah, so who knows? I think think he's got a point. I don't know how we would be as a backup. If he had a good attitude about it, I would definitely want him in the locker room He could get people pumped up for sure. Yeah. I think that's all I got on football. Trying to run through it because we ran so long with... uh, We did. We probably should have planned on that. Yeah, I, I will now. No, first phone call. Well, now we know. Next time, I don't know if we'll have as much for him. Like I had built up conversations for him for a while, so I'm sure we will. And he's he's pretty. He was pretty good at bringing it. Yeah, he, he brought his own stuff too. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I think that's about it. Remember to like, comment, subscribe. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>